Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another Let's Ride podcast. It is Friday TGIF, everyone, I hope you have some phenomenal plans this weekend. I know it's supposed to be a little chilly in the Mid-Atlantic, but I hope wherever you are, it's going to be beautiful and you're going to be able to get outside, get some fresh air. You know all that good stuff. And if I sound a little chipper, if I sound a little excited, it might be because there was some big news that I'm sure all of you heard about with the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, you knew it would involve him, and it did. And there's a lot of issues I have with this in a lot of different ways. And you're going to hear about all of them. I'm going to channel my inner Frank Costanza from Seinfeld when they would celebrate Festivus. And one of the many things that are a part of the Festivus holiday is the airing of grievances. And in that famous Seinfeld episode, he stood up at the dinner table and said, I got a lot of problems with you people. Well, we're going to kind of air some of those grievances today with the Steelers organization and maybe even Ben Roethlisberger, maybe not. Before we get to that, I want to make sure that everyone knows that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We are a part of that website, so make sure you check that regularly and early and often because we publish stuff almost every hour on the hour. Uh, also, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you find us. So search Behind the Steel Curtain. You, should, you could search Steelers. And whatever you got to do, subscribe, follow, so that you do not miss a thing. That's my Let's Ride every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Dave Schofield, Steelers Stat Geek. He had a great episode yesterday. Uh, the live Mike. I loved uh, Mike's take on things this week. 
And then also all our afternoon shows like the Steelers preview, the Steelers hangover. Uh, and we've really changed things up. Like, you know, the curtain call, which is Wednesday night with Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict, they're going to be starting to talk about NFL draft and they're interviewing people that write about colleges. They had the Alabama an Alabama writer on this past week it was really, really good. And even the hangover is going to be geared more towards free agency. So we have a plethora of podcasts. That's, that's what we should call ourselves. Instead of the family of podcasts, a plethora of podcasts. That's right. So for my ride or die crew, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you being on this ride with me this Friday. And let's talk about something. Let's get this elephant out of the room first. So I've always said BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop. I say it every show because I'm the co-editor of the website, and I manage the website. And so when, when you do that, you obviously need to promote your product. And I was really angry on Thursday. So I'm sitting down at the computer. I'm doing work for other work. And all of a sudden, I see come across the screen, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers agreed to a new contract for 2021. And first thing, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, here we go. So go to our Slack channel, put it in there. Wheels got to get spinning, and so everyone starts working. And then all of a sudden, boom, just like that, the site goes down. And this is not just behind the steel curtain. Every NFL site, I'm sure, all across SB Nation. And not only was our site down, but our back end was down. In other words, the editorial side that only we see that have privileges to see that it's where people work on articles, where we get the images selected, where we tag things, uh, you name it. We do it all in the back end. You just see the finished product on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We couldn't even access that. And so this news is breaking at the same exact time that our site and our back end goes down. And I'm furious. I'm not mad at anyone. Stuff happens. Technology's great when it works. But I know that people like BehindTheSteelCurtain.com because you're getting the latest news and you're getting it pretty much up to date. My rule of thumb, and this is something that no one really needs to concern themselves with, but I'll give you a little idea as to what I think when we have breaking news. My goal is to try to get our story on the website, on our social media channels before ESPN sends out their alert to phones. That's my goal. Needless to say, with this story, we were an hour behind and that caused that we had to get creative and we still, we still had some wins with this story. Don't get me wrong. Thank kudos to Dave Schofield for his work, uh, you know, doing a, a late article about the salary cap and the implications of this deal. But still, I wanted to apologize. I wanted to apologize to all those readers out there that are like, you know what? Behind the Steel Curtain is great. They break stuff before it even happens, uh, you know, where ESPN hasn't even written about it yet. And so um, I apologize. And I put a, an editor's note at the beginning of the article. I, for crying out loud, I had the article written. I had gone. I had gone to a Google document because I knew we didn't have backend access. I had the article completely written, waiting, and we we're literally waiting. Myself, Dave Schofield, Jeffrey Benedict, Michael Beck, we're all just there waiting, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. It was infuriating, absolutely infuriating. But you know what might be a little bit more infuriating was that when the news breaks, Ben Roethlisberger gets a new contract. So what is the what is the tweet? What's the headline? The Pittsburgh Steelers send this out. We have signed quarterback Ben Roethlisberger to a new contract for 2021. Period. That's it? What? I'm sitting there reading this thing, and they can't be serious. 
They cannot be serious that they're going to send. That's it. We've signed Ben Roethlisberger to a new contract for 2021. What are you talking about? He was already under contract for 2021. His salary cap hit for 2021 was $40 million. So we knew that he was, I'm I'm reading this thinking, what in the world are they talking about? This is the worst headline writing, or it's just the dumbest story I've ever seen in my life. And so you're wondering, okay, I got to go to this article because I need to see what in the world they're talking about. And so you click on it, and it's literally three paragraphs. The Pittsburgh Steelers have signed Ben Roethlisberger to a new contract for 2021. It was announced today. Okay, what does this mean? A new contract. So here's what General Manager and Vice President Kevin Colbert says, quote, We are excited we were able to come to an agreement with Ben Roethlisberger on a new contract for him to return to the Steelers in 2021. Pause. A new contract for him to return to the Steelers in 2021? He was coming back anyways. I know that they wanted to get the salary cap down. What do, you, what, do we, what do you think we are, idiots? Let me continue. Quote, we know that Ben can still play at a high level and do special things for this team. Our goal remains the same, to put together a roster that will compete for another championship. We are happy that Ben will be one of our leaders to help us accomplish that goal. End quote. Ah, oh, well, that's great. But Okay, fine. Now, Roethlisberger himself, he puts out a statement. Here's what it says, quote, It is my greatest honor to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and give my all for this organization. I am grateful to be at this stage of my career and more than happy to adjust my contract in a way that best helps the team to address other players who are so vital to our success. I love this game, love to compete, and I believe in this team and my ability to deliver when called upon. It all starts with great preparation, and I am ready to go, end quote. You know what you didn't hear in that quote from Roethlisberger? Things like, one last ride. I'm excited for one more season. Kind of sounds to me, and maybe this is just Jeff reading way too much into this, but it sounds to me that Ben Roethlisberger is not saying that this is it. Like, this is one one year and he's done. I could be wrong, and a lot of things can happen in the course of a season. But when I read that quote, it didn't sound like this was it. Meanwhile, Colbert's quote, get him back for 2021. That's our goal, to win a championship in 2020. He was more like, we got one more year with this guy. Ben, maybe he's not done. Hmm, that's interesting. But do you know what? So then the details came out of the contract because we were sitting there twiddling our thumbs for an hour waiting for SB Nation to get their heads out of their rear end. They finally did. And then it comes down to the fact that Ben's salary cap hit saved the Steelers almost 15 million dollars wow I mean that's that's a significant number what's crazy is that they're going to need every penny of that just to be compliant so how does this even work so here's Ian Rappaport breaks it down the 12 point he gets a 12.925 million dollar signing bonus so they move a lot of his contract into a signing bonus he has a base salary in 2021 of $1.075 million. So in other words, he's making just north of a million dollars in base salary. Then the Steelers have four voidable years to spread out the cap hit, which is technically a deal through 2025, voiding after the season. So in other words, one year, $14 million with a greatly reduced cap hit. So basically, they're going to be carrying Ben Roethlisberger's cap hit for the next four years, even if he's done after this season. Okay? Hope that makes sense. It took me a while 
And Dave Schofield, you go check out his article. He did a great job outlining it in his own article that was specific to that. But here's what I wanted to talk about today. And yeah, I know I've it's been a while since I've gotten to the headline. I normally do that a lot earlier. But here's the headline of today's article. Steeler fans, listen up. I don't want you claiming that Ben Roethlisberger is not a quote-unquote team player anymore. I'm not talking about Ben Roethlisberger's attitude on the field. I'm not talking about Ben Roethlisberger's persona. I'm not talking about Big Ben, that that entity which oftentimes resides within Roethlisberger. I'm not talking about his mannerisms on the field. I'm talking about the fact that all these fans that are out there, they always say the same thing. Well, Ben should just give them a team discount. Man, take a take a take a pay cut, Ben. Come on, you've made enough money. Take a pay cut. Do what Tom Brady does. That's what they always say. Do what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady never plays, never wants the most money. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Do your research. The Patriots funneled money to Brady through the TB12 Foundation, but that's neither here nor there. That's what everyone always wanted. They wanted Ben to be selfless, not selfish. They wanted him to say, okay, I'll take less. I'll take less to stay here in Pittsburgh. I'll take less to benefit the team. Well, guess what he did? He did just that. He's doing everything under his power to help the team at this stage in his career. And he didn't have to. He did not have to. Kudos to Ben Roethlisberger for saying, you know what? I will take the pay cut. You know what? I will make sure that I'll do whatever I can. Because it's not Ben Roethlisberger's fault that the Pittsburgh Steelers kick the can so far down the road that all of a sudden they have to pick up a $41 million dead cap hit. Not Ben's fault. Not one bit. Not his fault at all. But what he can do is he can say, I'll sign a new contract. And you all can structure that however you'd like. Give me the $12 million in a signing bonus. I'll play for $1 million technically, base salary. And then you can void my contract for the years later. You can spread that cap hit out over four years. You can live with that, especially if the salary cap, as expected, after 2021, balloons back up to where it was, 198 in 2020, or maybe even a little bit north of that. If that happens, the Steelers will have plenty of cap space, His cap hit, that dead cap hit, the voided years, will be literally a drop in the bucket. But Ben did it because he's a team player. I I don't know what else people want. You know, everyone loves to bash Roethlisberger for one thing or the other. They want to dig up the Milledgeville stuff. They want to dig up the Nevada stuff. They want to talk about the motorcycle. They want to talk about his mannerisms on the field or the sideline. This guy, at a time where he did not have to do this, I can't stress that enough. He didn't have to sign this contract. He could have forced the Steelers' hand. He could have said, you know what, you want to paint me as, as a, in a bad light? Kevin Colbert, you want to be bad cop? Okay, go ahead. I'll be the villain. And I'll say, I'm not signing your contract. It's not my fault. It's your fault. I want every penny that you all owe me this year and not a dime less. He could have done that. He could have done that. He could have played for one more year, played out his 2021 contract, or he could have forced the Steelers to cut him. He didn't do that. No, he didn't. He said, you know what? I'll be a team player here. I'll be a team player, and I will sign this deal, and I'll make sure that you all can have enough salary cap space 
so that maybe just maybe you can be buyers in free agency and not clinging to dear life, hoping that you can remain salary cap compliant or having to make some really difficult decisions on some players that you might have to cut because they become a cap casualty. He took the bullet. He said he'll do it. Now, I'm not trying to make Ben Roethlisberger sound like a deity here. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger has made a lot of money. In his career, he's made over $250 million. So I'm not here saying, oh, look at Ben. He's such a, such a phenomenal guy. I'm saying that he didn't have to do this. So kudos to him. He took, he took one for the team, and he signed that contract. He's still making his money for this year, and he's helping the organization out in the process. So kudos to Roethlisberger. I'm glad this is over. We're still going to talk about it. For sure we're still going to talk about it because it's going to have implications. Once we find out what the salary cap's going to be for the 2021 season, we'll be able to look back and say, okay, because of Ben's restructure, what can or cannot the Steelers do? He does save them $15 million signing this contract. That's important to note. Also, you think about Cam Hayward restructuring his deal. They're probably going to be restructuring some more deals. Do they extend some players? Do they not? They have. Do they have to cut some players? These are all difficult decisions to make, and we're going to play a little game. We're going to play a little game coming up after this break. A little game I like to call to extend or not to extend. That's the question. We'll be right back right after this break. Stay tuned. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to the second segment. I really hope that you all enjoyed that first segment. I did. It was kind of a a way to get some stuff off my chest, both from the organization and the Steelers, and you know, kind of feel like they're not, you know, they kicked this can down the road long enough. And Roethlisberger kind of giving them a doing them a solid. They stuck by him in plenty of occasions as well. So, kind of a feel good story there in the end. But let's play a little game, okay? Last week, I think it might have been last Friday, I, I said. We were playing one, both, or neither, and I actually got a good response from that. A lot of people said on Twitter that they liked it. So here's a new game. It's called To Extend or Not To Extend. That's right. That's the question. I think that's what Billy Shakespeare, no, not the Steelers' first-round draft pick back in the day, but William Shakespeare, the writer and playwright, maybe that's what he meant to ask. Instead of to be or not to be, that is the question. Maybe it was... To extend or not to extend. That's the game that we're going to play today. I'm going to be talking about specific players. And the question that you have to ask yourself is if they're going to move this player, do they extend this person or do they not extend him? Now, the reason why you would give an extension is the exact same reason or similar to Ben Roethlisberger and what happened on Thursday. Now, I don't want to compare those too closely because, in my opinion, Roethlisberger taking a slight cut in the way that he had voidable years. That is not 
what the Steelers typically do with contracts. I think this might be the first time I've seen them do that, at least since I've been running the website in some way, shape, or form at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. They have yet to have voidable years in a contract. So we can't expect that to be the norm all of a sudden. So here I have, let me count them up, one, two, three, four, five, six players. Six players. And the question is, should the Steelers extend their contract lessen their salary cap hit in 2021, and then you do have to think about what's going to happen afterwards. I'm not going to get into logistics here in terms of, well, well, they would defer this. Look, That's for Dave Schofield, the Oracle. That's for the people at overthecap.com. That's for the people at SportTrack. That's not me. I'm not a numbers guy. I was explaining to my 10-year-old daughter earlier today that When I was growing up, I loved math, had some really awful teachers in middle school and high school, and I hate it. I hate numbers now. Can't stand it. So let's play the game. Let's play the game. Remember, these are players that are also potentially cap casualties that the Steelers could just say, okay, we're cutting ties with you. We're just going to let you go. Um, So keep that in mind, too. We're not throwing that into the equation in the game, but still it's an option. Vince Williams. Vince Williams, he is obviously getting up there in age. There might be some players out there that are cheaper than what he's going to make this season, and you're wondering what should they do. Could he be a cap casualty? Will they stick by him? Vince Williams has bled black and gold since he was drafted in the sixth round, and he's been a great player when he has someone athletic next to him. He was great with Ryan Chazier. He was great with Devin Bush when Devin Bush is healthy, and I think he could still be great, but the question is, at that price that's the key question so to extend or not to extend on vince williams i'm gonna go with not extend i don't think that you want to give vince williams an extension i think that you're going to let him play out his current contract then you might talk about a new deal but i also don't think that the pittsburgh steelers are so worried about vince williams he's a guy that has shown he's willing to Take a little less. He's going to do what's best for the organization. He loves the Steelers. He loves the fan base, but I'm not going to give him an extension just to lower that number. All right, so Vince Williams, I'm not extending him. Next, Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson, who's coming off. I would say that 2019 was a great year for Steven Nelson, and then 2020 was a good year, but it wasn't as good as 2019, and I think everyone would admit to that. Our own Dave Schofield had a really long DM conversation with Steven Nelson. I'll let him explain that on his own show or on the Steelers preview. But Steven Nelson kind of admitted to himself that in 2019, he had some great statistics. I'm not saying the 2020 was that great, but should the Steelers extend him? I'm going to say no. Even though he's the guy that has more years left when you look at the cornerback duo, I'm going to say not extend. Don't extend Steven Nelson. Let him play out this season. See how he does. See if it's worth giving him the extension, okay? Because Steven Nelson is a good cornerback. I really do like Steven Nelson. like him a lot. I think he's a really good player. He's a good piece of the puzzle. But ultimately, I just don't think it's worth it to move that money around. All right, let's go to the offensive side of the football. David DeCastro, he's due a lot of money, but they can't restructure the, a lot of these contracts because I think last season every single contract that could be restructured was restructured. I, do, I, I don't want to say that that's gospel, but I'm pretty sure Dave would, and Brian Davis would, would back me up on that, that last season every 
single player that could have had their contract restructured did. And you have to remember that you can only restructure a contract one time throughout the duration of that deal. So unless a player got a brand new deal last season, they are not eligible. They are now eligible. Uh, but if they restructured it last year, you can't restructure it again. So that's just a little general knowledge for those listening out there in case you didn't know that. So if you're like, oh, well, shoot, Steven Nelson, just redo your deal. Well, if they did it last year, they can't do it again. So David DeCastro restructured his contract once. He's due a big number. I am not comfortable with them getting rid of David DeCastro or for them giving him an extension. You know, look, someone asked me on Twitter on Thursday. They said, what do you think about DeCastro? Like, what's your, what's your gut on him? And I said, you know what my gut is? I hope and pray that David DeCastro was battling injury. That's my gut reaction on David DeCastro. I am sitting here thinking, oh, man, please tell me he was hurt. Because I wasn't impressed with David DeCastro last season. I wasn't, and I'm not alone. I thought Kevin Dotson was the better guard. Still, I didn't. I was like, don't, nope, David DeCastro. I don't want to draw this out. I feel like the Steelers at this point in time, when you look at Roethlisberger and you look at some of these older aging veterans, you got to start to take a playbook out of the New England Patriots playbook. And no, I'm not talking about cheating or anything like that. I'm talking about that the Pittsburgh Steelers need to start letting players go a year too early rather than a year too late. And when you start giving out some of these extensions, well, you start getting into some of that gray matter. You start wondering about like David DeCastro. If you were to give him a three-year extension or a two-year extension just to get this year's number down, now all of a sudden you're talking about an aging veteran that's going to be dead cap space. If you're going to have to release him, you just don't want to keep putting yourself in this scenario. So I'm going to say no. No extension for David DeCastro. You're probably wondering, is Jeff going to want to extend anyone? Maybe it's this next player. Back to the defense, Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden, I love this. I wrote this article on Thursday morning. Uh, John Clayton, former ESPN NFL insider. I don't know who he's working for now, but he used to write for the Steelers back when Chuck Knoll was the coach. Uh, He was a beat writer in Pittsburgh. He knows the team, he knows the family, knows the organization. He came out and said he wouldn't be shocked if the Steelers cut Hayden straight up. Just cut him, released him, take the dead cap hit, let him move on. Joe Hayden, he took the article, I think that was written for Sports Illustrated or something like that. He took that and and quote tweeted it and said, I bet they don't. <laughs> so he's basically saying, I don't maybe it's something that he's hoping, maybe he's wishful thinking. I don't know. But Joe Hayden essentially said, Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't think it's going to happen either. Joe Hayden has not only played extremely well. Injuries have been an issue. I'm not saying that hasn't the case. Last season, he missed for other reasons. We know he missed the playoffs in the Week 17 game due to COVID. That's not his fault. But still, with Hayden, I think they do do extend him. That's right. Give him an extension. I say give him a two-year extension. Get that cap hit down for the 2021 season. And then remember this about Joe Hayden. He reminds me a lot of a guy like Carnell Lake. Carnell Lake, when he was playing, they moved him from cornerback to safety. You've seen other players make that transition. I think he could do it too. Uh, maybe he's not the ideal safety, but I, I'm not saying he's going to be like Minka Fitzpatrick 2.0, but I think he's smart enough. I think he's athletic enough. I think he's big enough and he tackles well enough that he could definitely play that position they have some flexibility with him. 
the question here, the only question in my opinion, and it's really not up to Hayden unless he's not going to sign an extension, is would he be willing to move around a little bit? Would he be willing to take a Deshae Townsend or a Bryant McFadden role of playing the slot or the dime? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I still think he has a couple years left where he can still be a very good outside cornerback. So I say yes, give Joe Hayden an extension and you'll help yourself in the salary cap. Now here's two other names, and I, I have to add this because I know that several people, including Dave Schofield, will yell at me if I don't. And it's the Steelers don't like to restructure. I'm not, not that they don't like to restructure. They, they don't like to give extensions to anyone that's not a quarterback that has two or more years left on their deal. These two players, though, and this is such a unique situation, okay? Unique situation. You got crazy, uh, crazy moments, sometimes calls for crazy actions. And so when I look at someone like Derek Watt, okay, Derek Watt's getting a, he has a hefty salary. They're not really going to look to restructure that deal because they're not going to save a lot of money on him anyways. So do you offer an extension? I say no. No way am I offering an extension because Derek Watt, I have yet to see what Matt Canada is going to do with a fullback. We know he has special teams capabilities and they're paying a whole lot of money for just a special teams player. But at the same time, I look at Derek Watt and say, you know what? Well, in this situation, I'm not going to give him an extension because I want to see what they're going to do with him first. I want to see what they're going to have as an option. So maybe next season we'll, we'll deal with it, but not now. Not now. Even though it could help, I'm not going to do it. Now, Eric Ebron is someone that some people, and I'm not saying me or anyone from our website, but other media analysts out there have said, they could see Eric Ebron getting an extension. Now, he's young enough that if he got an extension, it would make sense. I am just not that interested in that move right now. This has less to do with numbers and more to do with does he fit with the culture. And this is literally just my own layman's perspective. This is just for me watching the team, listening to interactions, watching his behavior both on and off the field. I just don't know if Eric Ebron is a good fit for this organization. And this year could be telling. Last season, it started off great, 11-0. And he was dancing on the field, and he and Juju on the sideline. Oh, yeah, all great, perfect. He, he and Chase Claypool tweeting at each other, hey, bro, we've never lost a game as a Steeler, blah, blah, blah. That's great. Well, then things started going south, and we kind of see your true colors. I just don't think, I'm not sure. And again, these moves would save the team cap space, but at what expense? They tried it last year where it's like, let's just make as, get as much cap space as we can. We're going to put all our chips in. You can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. You have to be smarter with your money. You have to be smarter with these decisions. So I say, do not offer Eric Ebron an extension for a lot of reasons. So there you have it. Out of all those players, the only player that I would offer an extension to is Joe Hayden. I do think Steven Nelson would earn himself another contract, but Hayden's someone that you would save a lot of money, number one. And number two, you think that he, you kind of know that he would be a good player to keep around for leadership purposes as well as play on the field. All right, let's finish this up as we always do on a Friday with my heart-to-heart segment. The fact that Ben Roethlisberger signed that new contract, whatever they want to call it, extension, voidable years, whatever. You have a feeling that it's Ben Roethlisberger's last ride. This is let's ride, but this is his last ride. You just get that feeling he's going to be done. 
And if he, if he is done, and that's a big if, if he's done, I think fans have to start to prepare themselves to really take it all in this year. Don't let these things pass you by because everyone sits there and you see it all the time. We're ready to move on. We're ready to move on. Time to move on from Ben. It's time to put the Roethlisberger era behind us. We, we see it. We hear it all the time. But you kind of don't know what you have until it's gone. We got a taste of that in 2019 when he was down with the elbow. And I have to be honest with you, I'm a huge Ben Roethlisberger fan. And so this season, if it's his last go at it, I'm going to want to enjoy every second of it. If he struggles, which I hope he doesn't, but if he struggles, I'm still going to have his back. Uh, As long as he's wearing the black and gold, I'm going to have his back. And call me a fanboy, call me a homer, could care less. For me, Ben Roethlisberger means a lot to this organization. He means a lot to me as a fan. And I know I'm not alone in that regard. And so I just am telling all the fans out there, Take it in this year. If it's his last ride, if it's his last run at a championship, whether it ends in a championship or doesn't, enjoy it. Enjoy every second of it. Because what might happen is you never know if you're going to have another Bradshaw to Ben era. An era where they can't find the guy, they're constantly searching, and it's nothing but mediocrity and some false hope and some crapshoot playoff runs. That's what you want to avoid. And we'll talk about that as the draft approaches and all that stuff. But all I'm saying is put that aside for a second. And when the season starts, focus on seven and say, you know what, Ben? Out of all the other crap that you've put us through and we've dealt with, you've won a lot of football games. You got us two Super Bowls. You got us to a third. Let's go. Let's do this one last time. We got your back. Because I know I got his back. And there's a lot of you listening out there. You have his back, too. So that's how I want to end the show tonight. Today, whenever you're listening to this Let's Ride podcast, just remember, wherever you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Follow, subscribe, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. And as always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. As we always finish it out, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll see you on Monday. Go Steelers. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.